Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I have Steve, Lauren, and Sharpie. Hello. Howdy, Lisa. Hello. Howdy. Hello. Hiya. Hiya. All right. How is everyone doing today? I'm good. Happy New Year. I'm good. I'm tired, awesome. but I'm good. Happy New Year. How are you, Lisa? I'm doing well. I'm a little worried about Steve. Well, it's 2017, but I figure by the time this show comes out, it'll be 2018. So you just Not wanted to be point. the first to wish everyone. So I'm the first one to wish you a happy new year. Probably in March by the time you hear this show. Nice. <laughs> You're the kid that signed everybody's crack in their in their uh, yearbook in school, Steve. Probably. Yeah. Wait. I'm Steve Griswold, never I signed mind. your crack. You don't know that one, Lauren? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, you say, I'm the first to sign your crack. I don't even know what that means. You write in the crack. Just let your head go oh, places, just, Steve. Let your okay, head go let's places. move on. Okay. Yeah, that happens in middle school. Oh, I didn't do that. Yeah, I Steve. Steve that I part. think you're. I think you're officially the the bell of the of the show. That's it. Yeah. Got your head in a book. Yes. In the crack of the book. In the crack. Twenty eighteen. <laughs> so everybody's probably listening. If it if we actually release this in early twenty eighteen, everyone's like on the treadmill, starting their their exercise program, kicking yeah. off the diet. We should, uh, we'll have to do a, a New Year's resolution show. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mine will not be to stay in the castle. Oh, wait. Not, mm. It might be. It might be. Yeah. I might have to go for that again. We could do Disney resolutions and I know. find out what the listeners I are. I like it. We could have like it. You know, the, Disney's, yeah, the Disney listeners write in. Or the mouse chat listeners, sorry. Write in. Yeah, that's a good idea. So we'll have to do I that like too. It. But this one is what? This one is year in review 2017? That's my job. Is that what we're doing? I think Steve On today's is, is show. trying to tell you to push things along, Lise. No, he's trying to <laughs> steal my thunder. Mm-hmm. So on today's show, we're going to be talking about 2017 year in review. Disney style. Dun, yeah, there, dun, was a, dun. there was a lot. A lot of cool things that happened. Yeah. A lot of cool things that happened. Oh, walk down 2017 <laughs> memory lane. All right. So... We are going to start off with Lauren. They Uh-oh. took something from you. They took my wishes. Wishes. Aw, that makes <laughs> me sad. Loved my wishes and rude the day. <laughs> and then Happily Ever After came out in the Magic Kingdom back in May. And it blew me away. It was amazing. And as much as I love wishes. And then you're like, wishes who? I really like, I mean, if they did a special wishes rendition one night, I would fly in for it. But Happily Ever After is the new projection fireworks show in the Magic Kingdom that came out in May. It's amazing, amazing, amazing. The music is amazing. They've, they've incorporated um, music from Hunchback, which is never in anything. And... The projections on the castle are spectacular. The fireworks are amazing. I get the most beautiful pictures from those fireworks that I've ever gotten before. Um, I love it. The music is fantastic from it. Kind of takes you down memory lane. Do you ever find yourself humming wishes? No. <sighs> Where's your dedication? No. You like completely Starlight. gave up. 
Star bright. <laughs> Don't make me cry, Sharpie. The star I see tonight. No, I mean, come on. <laughs> it's wishes. wishes. We all had so many like... memories of wishes. Don't make mm-hmm. me sad. You need that little kid voice. I need Sharpie to do the dreams come true part. Mm-hmm. And then you have to have the dad. Okay, you least expect at least the dad with the little girl <laughs> on his shoulders, with the mm. iPad in her hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that kind of makes it. The end, it we yeah. have all lived happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. We wished the, it, and now we're living happily ever after. Yeah, the the, the replacement was very was very fitting. Yes, mm-hmm. they did a fantastic job with it because. I mean, honestly, when Wishes was going away, you, you remember we were all like, oh, this is crazy. Why are they getting rid of it? Don't fix what's not broken, mm-hmm. you know, and then bam, happily ever after hits. And it's like, wow, they did it again. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. All right. So that is the Magic Kingdom. Is that really it for the Magic Kingdom this year? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for for, I mean, for major things. Yeah, yeah major I mean, there's things. a few they've little. Got the, they've got the little um, start of the day, the Castle Forecourt. That's not terribly and, exciting. Though. And Main Street being open. Yeah. Well, I mean, and well, he, here's here are a few changes that happen outside the Magic Kingdom that have directly impacted the Magic Kingdom, and that's bumping security out to the hotels and to the TTC. Yeah, that is a big thing. Yeah, and then they, like you said, Sharpie, they open Main Street. They so that way you can actually get in there and uh, and buy shop. things. Yes, <laughs> so take photos. You can take photos and eat, shop and drink and eat and drink and and start spending money earlier. You can uh, get on the Starbucks line right at eight o'clock. Yeah, so that's so yeah, they've that's done that. Um, so yeah, but those are there's a, there's a ton of little things they've obviously done. So. What's next? All right. So next, I think we're going to jump straight to Sharpie. Sharpie's got a lot to talk about. We're going to hop on the bus and we're going to head over to Disney's Animal Kingdom. Shocking. I did not see that coming. What opened this year? No, pretty much everything over there. You got the Mm, whole park. I can't imagine what could have possibly opened this year. Steve's heart. Rivers of Light. <laughs> Rivers of Light. Waiting open. and waiting and here waiting. Here I was sitting over here under the, the, the beautiful shade of the Tree of Life, just waiting on Rivers of Light to open. And finally, and then everyone had the question of what was that? Yeah. Yeah. Rivers of Life hasn't gone over so well. Uh, it, it, admittedly, it has gone over better than the Jungle Book show that occupied the <laughs> oh, theater that was bad. while everyone was waiting for Rivers of Light to open. Uh, but it's kind of crazy that the, the schedule, I, I mean, it was almost a year, almost a year from the time it was scheduled to open until the time it actually opened. So the question that everyone has been asking is, was it worth the wait? No. Most the the consensus in the Disney fan community is that this show this show is terrible. And while I don't disagree that the show is is drastically different than shows you're going to see at at the Magic Kingdom at Hollywood Studios and at Epcot, it the show is kind of cool. Is it 
a wait for two hours to get a good seat to watch it show. Uh, no, is it a no. show? <laughs> you want to go see the technology? Yeah. yeah. Really cool technology. You want to see the show once. I mean, you. Yeah, that's you, it. you at least want to see the show. Um, and it's got, you know, like you said, new technology and it's, it's, yeah. it's just not the Disney shows are, you know, they one up each other. There's new, new things. And there were just too, so many restrictions and things that they had to deal with. I think at animal kingdom that they, it, it just doesn't have the, you don't leave it with the wow factor of, uh, some of the other things. Sharpie, how many times have you seen it? I have seen it three one times. too many. Time. See, I've only I've seen, seen it, it three times. I saw it the one time. I should probably I see saw it, it once. I should probably see it again, but it was just not. That's what I'm thinking. It was okay, but it wasn't. You know, it wasn't. Hey, here, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna plant this bug. Go on to iTunes or whatever music service you use. Listen to the soundtrack. Listening to the soundtrack will give you a whole new appreciation for the show when you watch it because the music is very good. Um, the, the, the text of the show, the script of the show is very good and it does provide you with some greater context of what you're experiencing. Now, should a show in a theme park require homework in order to enjoy it? No, no, it, no, it shouldn't. It shouldn't really. It shouldn't. Um, but, but if you've only seen it once, go see it again, listen to the music go on to the, the, the fan community page. Uh, I had posted a while back, kind of the backstory of the show, go review that. Um, I'll post it again here coming up soon. Um, but, but figure out what the show's about before you go see it and you'll understand the show a little bit better. But once again, it shouldn't require that the story of the show should be apparent as you're watching it. Um, yeah. I mean, long in the yeah. short of it, that that's that's just that's just kind of there. Sharpie has, uh, it, has it changed so, at so all? Mo- moving on from the nighttime show, uh, let's head over to the land that was to be the land of the mythical beast, and then it became Camp Minnie Mickey, and now it is Pandora, the world of Avatar. Uh, incredible, incredible, incredible land expertly themed the imagineers have done a beautiful job crafting an out of this world environment uh that kind of transport you to to places beyond uh flight of passage is without a doubt the coolest new ride system in any theme park anywhere agree uh what they did with that attraction took the soren type of experience literally and figuratively and physically to a whole new level. Uh, I mean, a six story movie screen. I mean, that's, that's kind of what, kind of what you're looking at. It's so immersive. Uh, the queue for the attraction is very immersive. It, it is, it's fantastic. I mean, the level of synchronization between the ride system and, and the, the movie itself is is a, is a whole new level of immersion when it comes to like that 4d experience. Uh, if you, if you remember watching honey, I shrunk the kids or captain EO, though, that was like very kind of first gen for that it, it, immersive theatrical experience. Uh, 
this is this is this is it. I mean, this is the next generation. Uh, and what I really look forward to with this attraction is them adapting the show when the new Avatar movies are released because it's it can it can happen very easily. Oh yeah, without yeah. a doubt. Like the new Star Wars one they just did. That yep, was exactly really good. So, and then the other element of Pandora, of course, is, is new, new counter service, uh, Satuli Canteen, uh, but also the uh, Navi River Journey, uh, and also the, the really awesome magic shots. Uh, if, you, if you're into uh, the photo pass photography, there are some really cool magic shots over in uh, Pandora. But seeing the area at night is an entirely different experience than seeing it during the day. Uh, definitely see it during the day before seeing it at night, because if you see it at night for the first time, you're not going to get a, a feel for the depth of all of the landscaping and all of the nighttime effects. Uh, and definitely do not exit Pandora in the same direction that you entered it at nighttime. Uh, be sure to ex enter it through... Uh, the area just off of Discovery Island, uh, the main entrance to, to Pandora, but be sure to exit it over through uh, toward Africa. And that was kind of the other cool thing that Pandora brought about was a whole new entrance and passageway and bypass from Africa to the front of the park, uh, which, which kind of sets the stage, which kind of excites me, uh, for a parade bypass. I do hope they bring a parade back to Disney's Animal Kingdom at some point in the not-so-distant future. Uh, Animal Kingdom does have a very big birthday coming up, so I'm really hoping that they will uh, that, that they'll bring a parade back to that park. I loved, I loved, the, I loved the, the, the Jam and Jungle Parade. I thought it was really cool. Uh, but anyway... All sorts of new stuff over at Animal Kingdom, uh, even though a lot of it is it, what was a bleed over from 2016. A lot of it is being seen for the first time because people are staying in the park beyond beyond night. Uh, originally, Animal Kingdom was rarely, rarely, rarely open past sunset. Uh, the park just wasn't geared for nighttime viewing. A lot of the attractions weren't nighttime friendly. Uh, the, the, the night version of the safari was rolled out. Uh, Expedition Everest is open at night. Uh, so a lot of that, and then the nighttime show experience with Rivers of Light. Um, it really was a daytime park, but a lot of the nighttime entertainment that has been introduced really kind of breathed a whole new life and a whole new depth to that park. Uh, experiencing Harambe after dark is absolutely incredible. The nighttime entertainment uh, is very, very, very immersive. Uh, from from the musical acts that are back there to the acrobats, it's it's just so cool. I love it. So and then of course the nighttime tree show. Uh, once again, that that was 2016, but they've kind of adapted some of that in in and and changed it up some once Avatar opened. Uh, so yeah, so a lot of really cool things happening over there. Uh, a lot of really cool things are going to be happening in 2018, uh, celebrating uh, the anniversary of the opening of Animal Kingdom. So definitely has to be high on your to do list in 2018. Very exciting. Exciting stuff. Yeah. That I was... could really go for a uh, <clears throat> spiked Dole Whip about right now. How could you not? I mean, come on. Yeah. Animal Kingdom it. year 2017 was definitely the year for Animal Kingdom. Oh, without a doubt. 
We were there, um, just side note, we were there over the weekend. Actually, we were there Monday. And, you know, I've never really waited to get into Animal Kingdom. But to get, just to get into the park, it took us like 20 minutes of sitting in traffic. And once you got into the park, the park was so crowded, um, completely different than normal. It's it's definitely become an up and coming park again. It's uh, it's exciting, and and it's also exciting to think that other changes could potentially be coming to Animal Kingdom. Uh, well, I mean, one change is the is the change of flight uh, flights of wonder. Um, but there, there, there's, there's some echo of a new land coming. So yeah, there, there, there's some echo of an Australia section coming to the park. Uh, it would take over what is now, uh, some of the backstage area out toward Rafiki's planet watch. Uh, it's been rumored for a few years. Uh, have I've even seen some, 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 some drawings of, of things that could be back there. Uh, one thing to keep an eye on is the travels of Joe Rody. See where he's traveling. Interesting. Because that's going to kind of give you if you if you don't follow Joe Rody on Instagram, do it. I really love his Instagram posts. Uh, if you don't if you don't follow Mouse Chat on Instagram, also follow us too. We have very important. We have about seventeen hundred followers over there. I post new content four, five, six times a week. Uh, some some weeks it's daily, uh, but yeah, go go check us out. Uh, we're, we're, of course, we're just mouse chat. Uh, yeah, we have about, about seven, 1700 followers as, as of, uh, today. So yeah, go, go check us out. Go follow us. Um, but yeah, go follow Joe Rody. follow him and his adventures. It'll, I think it'll give you some insight as to where some of the stuff that's going to be happening with Disney in the next few years. But that's our little secret. Shh. Hmm. I think that wraps up Animal Kingdom. I think so. All right. We're going to go to Lauren and Disney Springs. Oh, a couple good things in Disney Springs and more coming. So Disney Springs um, back in May had the Polite Pig open up, which is a quick service. And it's actually the sister restaurant to the Ravenous Pig in Orlando. And it's got a lot of like, local Florida cuisine. They have lunch and dinner. They have all different kinds of pork type items. They've got some um, drinks on tap, beer, wine, cocktails. So they've got wings. They have pork shoulder, brisket, baby back ribs, sandwiches, sausage sandwiches, brisket, fried chicken sandwich. Um, one of the things I loved that I had there was the barbecued cauliflower and the crispy Brussels sprouts, which I don't like Brussels sprouts, but they were amazing. Um, they have baked beans. They have a Southern potato salad. They have sweet potato tots, which were basically like sweet potato tater tots. Um, the food was really good. I'm not a huge pork eater, but I even found it to be very enticing. And they have fair for children, which is always a plus. Um, I went by there the other night and the line was literally out the door. Um, it's always packed. It's very popular. See, now you've got Steve all hungry. Sorry. That's not good. 
you should go get some polite pig. And I got to talk to the owner when, when I went for the opening and he was super nice. Um, was he polite? He was very polite. He was mm. very polite. So it was good. It, it was a good place. Good food. Friendly. Disney needed a good barbecue joint. Honestly, they have it now. And it was really popular. Very good. Yeah. We have, oh, we have to wait. Cause Steve has pie now. Oh boy. Yeah. He couldn't stand it when you were talking about food. So he now has peanut butter pie. I, I didn't have any barbecue. I love barbecue. So that's all I, all I could do was find a piece of peanut butter pie real quick. You got to go to the grand opening. You got to do what you got to do to get through, Steve. I know. Really? And it's this tiny little piece because it's all that's left. It's like not even a piece, but it'll make it, it'll make it work. But I still haven't been, Lauren went to the opening of the, of the Polite Pig. I still haven't been to a lot of those restaurants over there at Disney Springs. I need to go. There's some great ones. I know. There's a whole list. There's definitely some good options there. All right. Polite Pig check i have to go there uh what else is down at disney springs so um earlier in the year paddlefish opened up which used to be the former fulton's crab house and they redid it they redid the menu they redid the whole um location it's beautiful it seats a ton of people so if you can't get into there it that would be amazing to me because the place is massive. They have so much, so many seating. They have um, seating upstairs with a bar with spectacular views of Disney Springs and Saratoga. Um, the food was really good. The service was really good. Um, when we went, the place was packed, but the food was excellent. They've got like clam chowder, conch chowder. Um, they've got like a seafood bowl. They have shrimp they have um king crab snow crab lobster scallops like you name it it's there and they do offer some some food for the land lovers like filet mignon and prime rib and things like that and then they have their side dishes so everything there is also done with you know you order a filet mignon with like one thing and if you want to decide of something you can get it um what did we try there we tried one one of the sides. I can't remember which one it was. I think we had the mac and cheese. It was good. So, and they also have like a late night dining menu if you're there just for drinks. Um, they even have caviar. Fancy. That is that is quite fancy. So, and this is a two table service restaurant. So it is one of their signature dining restaurants in Disney. But the food's very good. Highly recommend it. Yeah, there's always a there's always some event or press release they're sending us to, so there's always something going on over at Paddlefish. Oh yeah, the, it's gorgeous. They did a really really good job on it. And then the other one that opened in 2017, Planet Hollywood, the Observatory. And you actually just ate there recently too. I did. I actually ate there last Friday night. Um, so I have to be honest. I wasn't a huge fan of Planet Hollywood before they redid it. And I continue that notion. Um, service was great. Uh, the remodel is really nice. They did a great job on it. 
Um, at nighttime, I think it looks a little bit nicer during the day. It looks like a steel gray dome, yeah. like a planetarium. Um, we had the five cheese dip, which was like five different cheeses, Swiss, mozzarella, provolone, Parmesan, and Asiago mixed with spinach and artichoke carts, which was very good. Um, and then for my dinner, my daughters had the chicken Caesar salad and they were less than impressed with it. They, they thought the Caesar dressing was kind of off. Um, and what did I have? I had, they actually don't have a lot on their menu. I had the six cheese chicken and macaroni and cheese, which was okay. It was, it was decent. I wouldn't eat there again, probably. Um, it was very, very loud in there and it was fun. So like they did have, you know, they would have, uh, people singing different times, like the whole place sang, like they would put like a Bon Jovi song on and everybody would sing and different things like that. They would have like sing-alongs. They have this huge screen. It's three floors. But it was, I don't know. It was it, too loud. I'm getting old. I don't know what my problem is. Is it still but full of movie memorabilia? and? Not as much. Okay. They had a little bit, but not as much. And the escalator's gone. There's stairs that you walk up now or an elevator you can take. Okay. Um, it was okay. It, I wouldn't. There's so many better places to eat, in my opinion. Well, yeah. Now there's so much at Disney Springs. You know? It's a tough one. Um, it was okay. It was just loud. It was so loud. I'm I'm bad with that. Yeah. I don't enjoy even, meals when it's it's so loud that that you have to struggle to listen to those even at your own table. And that was it. We couldn't really converse. Yeah. And that that's no. It was that, tough. That, it's like I I hate frankly I hate Buffalo Wild Wings for that reason. Right. They have Thirty thousand televisions and they're all cranked at max volume and it's just like I. Yeah, and you have to speak loudly just to, you know, and which makes it even more loud. But I mean, the screen is literally the top of the dome, one wall. It's wild, like it's big. Even but, when I was young enough to want to go to loud places like that, I didn't. Right. Yeah. So it's even yeah, worse I'm, now. I'm not a. I like yeah. I'm not a fan of the of the bars where it's so loud that you can't talk to the person next to you and everyone's just kind of standing there nodding at each other and drinking their stuff. Uh, I'd rather go right. where you can talk. I'm a talk. Gusto kind of girl. I like to go yeah. where it's quiet. Yeah. <laughs> it's really <laughs> overwhelming. Yeah. You can talk right. and have a drink and, uh, and you can sit down and you can, uh, you have, you have space. Uh, but those, now, yeah, so jelly rolls is a different story. Yes. Cause you're there for the music. <laughs> right. So yes. I, I mean I and 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 in that same light, if you're a, if if you are a very avid sports fan, I can understand going to to a place like Buffalo Wild Wings where where you're there to focus on the game, and side conversation is about the game. But yeah, right, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but not there. You're not getting that that same effect there. Yeah, it's, right. You know, it's all it's like movies and music and stuff like that. You're saying. So it was nice. It was cool. I just. It wasn't for me, and the food was just okay for me. It wasn't horrible, but it was just okay. Yeah, I, kinda, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go back anytime soon. Well, it's it, I, I. It's been a while, but it's it's more of a Chili's, Applebee's themed, uh, you know, bumped up to the next level, uh, with some theming and price increase. 
Right. So, which is, which is what a lot of those touristy places are about, but there's so many higher end or lower or, or more reasonably priced quick service things that you could do as well. So. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, like, you know, and I, and I'm all about always trying something and I'll usually try it more than once. So I'll probably go back eventually just to make sure that I still feel that way. You know, that means um, you have to go back to rivers of light. No, I did that more than once. Oh, no, she's already done all right. You're there clear. you go. Oh, come on. I went with Sharpie just to, cause I needed to see his reaction. <laughs> we had VIP seating. For Rivers of Light with our VIP guy that we got everybody a couple and, and all of us still decided not to go. Because <laughs> what did we do? Because we wanted it. Was, oh, we stayed in Pandora. It was so much better just to hang out in Pandora and see that at night than so. Oh, God, yeah. So we were like, now we're just going to stay in Pandora. But yes. Okay. Um, What's next? I believe you're next. Look at that. All right. So this is a real quick one. So 2017 saw a slight change over at the water parks and they don't get updates that often, but I think this was spurred on by uh, universal Orlando resort opening their third theme park, which was volcano Bay. Uh, and that was, you know, the technical technology, technologically advanced theme park uh, with their tapu tapu and not having to carry a raft anywhere. You know, all the raft systems take the rafts to the top or launch you from the bottom in the raft. Uh, so Disney had to do a little something to their water parks. So over at Typhoon Lagoon, they introduced a new family kind of uh, raft ride, which is uh, Misadventure Falls. So it was originally named Misfortune Falls, and then they changed the name to Misadventure Falls. So as you go up the you know the ride and it takes you up the ramp, it has the first and only audio animatronic. It's a parrot, you know, that, that talks to you as you're going up. It has some of the props and a nod, I think, to uh, Adventurers Club and to um, over at Magic Kingdom. What is it? Now I can't think of the name of it. The uh, River Jungle Cruise. So you see some of the stuff from Jungle Cruise as well. And it's, it's not extreme from watching the videos. I haven't been on it yet. Um, but it looks like, you know, it's, it's got some thrills and it's definitely for the family, but it's not something that's going to, you know, the, the floor doesn't drop out and drop you a hundred feet vertically or anything like that, but it's a nice addition and it's something new over at the water parks. Okay. I'm going to jump in now with, uh, kind of a new resort, kind of not, but it's an addition. So it's over at, um, Wilderness Lodge area, and they added onto that, and they did the Copper Creek Villas and the cabins at Disney's Wilderness Lodge, and this was back in July. And what they've done is created um, DVC properties. Uh, they they made these great changes, and now you've got your studios, your DVC studios, uh, your one bedroom villas, two-bedroom villas, and your three-bedroom grand villas. We did get the opportunity to tour these, and they're so nice. They are, they're unbelievable. I think they're nicer than, like, the overwater 
the Polynesian yeah. bungalows. Yeah, we have I, a, I like them better. Yeah, we yeah. have another mouse chat show we did, I don't know, maybe a few months back. We went to the Polynesian and we went into the bungalows, like Lisa was saying, and we toured those. And then we went over to Copper Creek and we did the cabins and the villas over there. And the cabins are spectacular. And we've got photos of those on a previous mouse chat show. Yeah, the cabins are stunning. They are stunning. Yeah, they're they're very well themed. They're they're cozy. They're comfortable. They I, I'm not sure how else to describe that it's it's some rustic that, luxury. It is. Yeah. That's good. But you can have anywhere from you know, you can have a couple stay there, you can get a studio, but you can also between the the lock offs, they can connect to different, you know, getting uh, connecting rooms and it, it makes it just bigger. So you can do the uh, the two bedroom villa with the lock off studio. And now you can sleep up to eight people in there. Um, I mean, do you remember that incredible three bedroom grand villa? Yeah. It was pretty. And then the, in the cabin, I still just, well, then the cabin, ha- well, the villas and the cabin have the nod to Walt Disney and his love for trains. And they have, you know, like maybe the light fixture might be like a giant gear uh, or the kind of molding instead of crown molding might be like railroad track type of inspired thing. But there's little things in there that kind of give you that train feel, but, but are very classy and very cool. Yeah, things are very well done, very well laid out. Um, you really could stay there a week. And, you know, of course, whenever someone stays DVC and they're at Disney for a week, they're in the parks a lot. But you could really hang out and just feel like you're camping or something or out in the middle of the wilderness. So I, I think it has a very different feel than, than what Wilderness Lodge offered before. Um. It's pretty good, but you can get up to, uh, in the three bedroom grand villa, you can get up to 12 people in there. And again, absolutely amazing. Uh, they've got a dining room table that's, that seats up to the, the 12 people. And that in itself was pretty impressive to look at the kitchen. Very impressive. Oh yeah. I could have lived there. And they're also getting ready to add club level service as an upcharge for guests of Copper Creek. Okay. So I actually think, I think that should be included if you're in a cabin. Are they not included with the cabins? No. Wow. That should be included with the cabin. I don't agree with that. No, that that was kind of something that, that, that Jesse and I had talked about when we were there in October that, that, kind of surprised me that cabin guests did not have club level access, but that that's coming. Yeah. So, okay. and what have you, did you guys, somebody ate at one the new restaurant out there Was Lauren, was that you? I can't remember. With the, uh, the outside oh, the lounge, the lounge is amazing. Isn't there by the yeah, pool or out by drinks. the pool? Oh, okay. An excellent kind of off menu items that are available. So be, if you, if you do eat there, be sure to ask about, off menu items that are available. Yeah, items. they have actually have a secret menu. Yeah, so kind of what, the alternate. What's menu. the name of the restaurant? Yeah. Uh, why am I drawing a blank? It's um, I forget. I'm drawing a blank. Wait, let me look it up. Otherwise, I'll be up all night. 
I love it there. Why can't I think of the name of it? Geyser Point Bar. And That's Grill. it. Geyser Point. Yep. Now is it? It's all outside. Is that right? Or am I yes. making this up? It's all covered right. though. Yeah. Okay. I remember walking by and the it. The view is phenomenal. Beautiful. And, and even on a hot day, it's nice out there because they have fans and it's they've got a little bit of a cross breeze. Yeah. Be sure to wear bug spray because we we've spent some time next to that that lake in the evening and it was it was quite mosquitoy. So be sure you take uh be sure you take some bug spray. So the the tweaking to the the pool that was this year, wasn't it? That was seventeen to the main yeah. wilderness lodge pool. So now it's got zero entry, and it's, it's and then the the water play area. But then also the brand new pool over between the main building uh, that used to be the 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 quiet springs pool uh, is now an entire newly themed pool to fit the whole railroad adventure wild west theme so that's the boulder ridge cove pool correct and a lot of the theming around that pool now is from catastrophe canyon yeah neat yeah nothing at disney ever dies nope just gets moved somewhere else yeah fine by me all right i think that oh there is one other thing that was new this year what before we wrap it up Hollywood Studios, the Sunset Seasons greetings. They did the the Hollywood Tower of Terror, did the light show, the projection and light oh, show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that just started for this holiday season and it was November 9th through the 31st. And that was pretty cool. I got to see it this week. Um, it kind of runs on a loop all night with different little films. Um it was cute. It's not something you really have to go to and at a specific you don't time. Schedule it. So it's kind of like a very, 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 very small version of, you know, what used to be. Um, but it was cool. And, and Tower of Terror lights up really pretty and it snows a little bit, which is kind of cool. So it's a nice little Christmas edition, holiday yeah. edition. Something else new that they added over at Epcot this year, too, was the Festival of the Arts. And that is coming back this year. Yeah, yes. that's coming up. So very excited about that. Yeah, that was good. And I, I would imagine they're going to add more to it also. Yeah, instead of just being weekends, it, there were other elements of it that will also be running through the week as well. Yeah. So pretty exciting. All right. Well, I think that we had a pretty good 17. And now we get to look ahead to 18. But you have to wait. You have to get another show for that, guys. So we're going to, yeah, a little bit of a bummer, but it's also kind of like a cliffhanger. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. We're going to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you do have comments or questions for us, send those to us, comments at mousechat.net. And if you enjoy listening to the shows, you can find more at iTunes and also mousechat.net. Thank you so much for listening. And please join us again next time on Mouse Chat. <laughs> <laughs>